It's been a while since we've been in the eye of the slowdown storm. During this time, most companies are aspiring to be lean machines, for obvious reasons. They're reducing free lunches, business class travel, and even the number of people in the organization by lieu of layoffs. But today, I don't want to speak about these companies who've had this sudden change of heart. I want to speak about companies that have imbibed being lean, being frugal from the very beginning. How do they do this? Why do they do this? See, so far we've had companies bend over backwards to attract talent, retain talent, and to grow at all costs. Sometimes aggressively, by throwing people and money at the problem. But in 2023, with everything going around us, defense is the best form of attack. In this episode of CDC, I speak to three people. The finance lead at Deserve, a product manager at FreeUp, and an AVP of business at Zerodha to understand what it's like working for a frugal company and why frugality isn't something for most organizations, no matter how hard they try. I'm Shrivar, the host and producer of Costa Company, a podcast around careers and workplaces by the Ken. look after the finance function and deserve, right? The voice you just heard belongs to Rahul Deora. He's the finance leader at Deserve, a wealth management startup based in Mumbai, which mopped up $21 million at a fresh round of funding last year, led by Axel. So that means anything to do with money, all the inflows, outflows, accounting, taxes, anywhere where there, you know, there's money touching uh, a transaction, right? or uh, there is money involved, uh, then I come in, right? I have to be there. I have to see that transaction through and through from the beginning to the end, right? And all the parts involved uh, in between. So broadly that like in a macro sense, that means that uh, whatever funds that we have today, it is my responsibility to manage those funds, right? To earn, in, uh, to earn income from that funds, to to spend those funds in a in a way which is uh, helpful to the business, right? And uh, will fuel the growth uh, of the business. And uh, while the money is coming in, so to analyze from where the money is coming in, how the money is coming in, is it enough? Is it not enough? And then to account for these things uh, and to report to the investors who have invested in us, of course. So from a macro point of view, this is what I do at, uh, at Deserve. As you can probably tell by now, Rahul is the main money guy at Deserve. So we have six values uh, at Deserve and one of them is uh, is frugality, right? Uh, so 
this, and this was actually these values were uh, were conceptualized before I joined Deserve, uh, and when I got to know that oh, frugality is one of uh, the values at Deserve, I was really happy because uh, you know once <laughs> because when you know when the founders and you know when the entire organization have has accepted uh, frugality or you know a, a trait as a value, then you know that uh, you know everybody knows that this is one of our values and everybody has to work together to achieve that uh, goal or to live by that value. Okay, great. They have these core values or pillars. But how do they practice it? And I particularly wanted to get Rahul's word on this since he controls the purse. I am the touch point for every spend that we do in our company. So I ask three essential questions uh for every uh, expense that we do the first one is is it essential or does it add value right to a company uh because you know there are some expenses that will fuel to the growth and there are some expenses that are just you know statutory and essential that you need it you know otherwise you would probably not comply with the regulations or you need uh, need them to help you comply with uh, with the regulations so this is the first question that I ask. The second question is, uh, let's say if it's a SaaS tool or you know uh, any any service that we are taking. So the second question would be, yeah, the second question would be, what are the alternates? Are there any alternates available in the market? And if yes, and if you have chosen this alternate, is it giving us the best value for money? So this is the second question that I ask. And the third and final question is, have we negotiated our best? Okay, they're practicing the standard L1, L2, L3 method, which is usually taught in accounting textbooks and practiced in larger companies. But that's not all. Now we have another value uh, in Deserve, right? Which is a challenge, disagree and commit. So if someone can build a case for why a certain amount of money needs to be spent, Right. And if, you know, if it, of course, if we see the value in it or if we see that, okay, this can bring something in future, then we uh, definitely, you know, within certain limits, give them the chance to uh, spend that money, experiment and grow the business. Rahul and the founders that deserve have really codified frugality into their DNA with these rather stringent checks and balances. But let's hear some other stories which have a slightly different approach to how frugality is practiced. Interestingly, we don't have an office. We work out of our investors' co-working space in Axel Launchpad since a year. So we don't spend anything on office, right? That's Kavya. She's a product manager at FreeUp, a company in the thrifting and second-hand retail space, who told me something quite fascinating. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We don't spend anything on office. And we are going and we are pretty productive. We are, a, we are in a hybrid work model where we go twice a week. We ensure that the collaborations happen there. We do not get laptops when we join. We are told that, hey, do you have a laptop? If not, okay, we'll figure something out. But we'd really prefer if you have a laptop, right? So, of course, we need to give laptops to operation executives, to people who are not really at a very, very high salary. But we avoid giving it to the management team, you know, to the managers, to the core team specifically. We don't get laptops. And we're pretty straightforward about it. And we don't spend on office 
but we have a monthly party where we go out and get drunk like crazy i think the bills are usually as much as the rent so what is really interesting is that we still have the same level of collaboration the same level of unity between the team members and that's not because we spend a lot on them it's because we spend it right we give we give what we you know really should be giving we're really getting what we should be getting it's not like you know we're frugal with the interesting stuff so yeah we spend a lot on alcohol monthly alcohol budget i'm guessing <laughs> i was curious to understand how this unique brand of frugality was being practiced where was it coming from so i think the founders specifically right they are the kind of people who worked at very very large companies um the co-founder for example he has worked at swiggy in the past he built the swiggy access which recently got sold and like he worked on a whole bunch of things and i think his biggest realization after all of that was that when you're in a large company your um the way you solve a problem is you throw money at the problem but that's not really sustainable at the end of the day what you really need to do is you need to question before throwing money at the problem you need to think twice right i think it's really in their dna so we have a very interesting combination of co-founders right one co-founder like he is a marwari right of course <laughs> and i think it's really in his dna and to be frugal but frugality does not necessarily mean that you're being stingy right um he just knows how to make the most out of a particular spend i would say and the other co-founders they have worked at club factory um they have worked at a bunch of other global companies and i think the realizations that they've had is that um they have probably built companies where they did not end up um building sustainable products so they've seen it firsthand that throwing money at the problem does not give you a sustainable product at least this is my analysis of them and i think they really practice it because of that and to be really honest right i think it's also a lot about how you're brought up i think at the end of the day if you know how to build really good things without spending much if you if you've been in a situation where you do not throw money at all of your problems then you really learn this in your culture i think it's a it's a cultural thing you know being frugal is definitely a cultural thing and very surprisingly it starts from the co-founders but it trickled trickles down to the employees the trickling down of frugality isn't just exclusive to kavya's company though i wouldn't want you to think that we're not sort of competitive you know we're super competitive that's somnath mukherjee he's the avp of business at zerodha a bootstrap company unlike the others that we've heard from earlier zerodha's arguably the poster child of frugal startups in the country since we're the biggest broker we would like to enjoy and stay there but uh, uh, but yeah at the same time you know our motto has been always to do right by the client so we always think of ways how the client can do better with your money how the client can you know execute their trades better uh, and making sure to pass on whatever benefits that we get as a company to the clients but how do they practice it 
so i think that expectation setting is very important which you know i think nitin kailash have done so well you know like for across the board producer's note somnath is referring to nitin kamath the ceo of zerodha someone he works closely with and kailash nath the cto of the company like how do they do it do, do they send out like a do they have like a blog post which says that okay we are frugal or do they remind like how does that happen like give me a sense of is that like a i don't know like a pinned message on a slack group ki everything you know whether it's a next year's uh, expectations with terms of you know say zero dollars revenues or say salaries and bonuses uh, you know they would always try and uh, i'm i'm guessing they do that with themselves all the time too so uh, you know they try and uh, 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 like sort of under set and you know over deliver rather than you know under deliver and keep high sort of uh, expectations but see so far we've understood how senior management of deserve free up and zerodha want to practice frugality they've tried to bake it into their dna and their colleagues like rahul somnath and kavya don't mind practicing it but there's a problem what happens when a company scales Does the founder's lofty ideal of frugality still hold water? Can a company still be frugal? We'll find out after this break. A lot of things when you scale you lose them, right? It almost evades you mm-hmm. like that. So how would you sort of plan to do it or probably your founders what is their roadmap uh, for frugality Uh so uh, actually a very great question right because uh, so right now we are we are small and growing very fast and at this stage because the control is in a is in hands of very few people right Correct. it's possible uh, to do it uh but what i also feel on the other hand is because we are at a nascent stage and we have accepted frugality as one of our values and all of our employees uh see the founders and us live it every day right mm-hmm. so i have to touch point with each and every department now each and every department knows that you know if i have to do any expense if i go to rahul these are the questions that he will ask me or these are the questions that even the founders will ask me Correct. Right. So they will also build a culture in their own respective teams and departments that before even going to uh, the founders for these, you know, uh, expenses or to propose something, we should probably uh, actually uh, search the market and find at least one alternative quote or one alternative option. Mm-hmm. and that is what i see happening right so now uh, the question is okay now it's happening 100 people right you grow to 1000 people uh, and people will change right the turnover keeps on happening but i am sure the original members right that that are today there most of them would be there you know even when we go to 1000 and because that culture is mm. embedded in those departments and teams it would actually be a uh you know business as usual mm. it would not be something that you have to force on people because at a nascent stage you were careful and you embedded this uh, this value or this quality so it's just business as usual now just like you know growing up as a marwadi it's business as usual frugality to check for a cheaper option to you know find a deal it's just embedded in in the dna right see the best way to solve for frugality is to not solve for it at all 
being frugal gets exceedingly difficult when you're somewhere in the middle or the post product market fit life stage of the company but if you're frugal from the very beginning then it helps we did send our employees diwali hampers and we do give them a joining uh, joining kit right so so again so that's where the the uh, again the virtue of frugality right it doesn't mean that Uh, so again uh, uh, so my point to frugality is whenever you spend some money you you see if it's adding value or not right if it's uh, uh, creating something for you not now uh, taking an example that you said right uh, giving an employee a joining kit uh, or sending uh, diwali hampers to employees right it it does add value right it does add value to to my employee experience right it does add value that they are more motivated or they at least feel happy and they 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 feel a part of a family right that deserve family so you you have to spend where where you have to spend right and these are the human uh, human things that you when you you know sit on taking a pen and a paper on an excel sheet probably you would feel that oh no this expense doesn't make sense because you know it's not adding any income to me or uh, it's not uh, you know uh, increasing my customer base but there is a invisible effect uh, to these spends right which we also should consider while while being frugal rahul reiterated that although they were frugal they weren't stingy they were focusing on spending on the right stuff but i wanted to dig deeper surely there must be some place some function some area where they let loose and i did find an answer talent acquisition so that is uh, one uh, you know one area where actually uh, you 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 can be frugal but again it may hurt your growth right so you have to be cognizant Uh, that you are not uh, spending so much uh, on on employee acquisition or you know hiring a hiring a hiring a employee uh, hiring a good employee that you are not able to uh, follow up right so once you have hired an employee right uh, it comes with a cost of course salary and incidental costs and then next year you'll have to you know of course uh, he or she will uh, will expect a increment uh, or a bonus so if you are spending too much at the initial stage on talent acquisition it can also become a very big ticket item later on but again you cannot be frugal here because you need good talent to make good companies so that's where you know this indulgence thing probably uh, the loosen the string part right at least uh, i think you have to choose your areas and this is the area that i think is probably the best idea for you to choose uh, choose to loosen your strings a little Talent acquisition is one of those places where frugality can actually lead to negative outcomes. Sure, as a business it's in your best interest to get your return on investment, but pinching your pockets for a few thousand rupees here or there can really work negatively for you, especially in the long term. And speaking of talent, the org structures that you end up creating with this talent also majorly affects how frugal you can be. so let's say you're a vp and above you can fi- fly business class anywhere right if you are at this level and uh, above you can uh, you can fly economy or uh, if the flight is this long then you can choose uh, you know business class and you only stay in five star uh, hotels uh, so this is another thing where uh, we at deserve actually we don't even uh, have uh, you know designations right and uh, 
if let's say if i am traveling or any other employee is traveling and my founder is traveling they would probably be in the same flight right they would stay in the same hotel uh, or a guest house if we have taken one uh, near our office and uh, they you know they would uh, commute to office uh, together so there's another thing here where you know i see a stark difference between the mncs where you know where you bring in this designations these grades and then you have to differentiate the grades like you know oh he's vp and above he has to travel or she has to travel in business class and the others cannot for example i i use a windows laptop but a guy in engineering or in design would probably is cannot do his or her work uh, on on a windows laptop right so that's actually so we then have to of course uh, spend money on macbooks but we just spend it uh, on a need basis this is the unseen truth of frugality if there's too many layers in the organization if it's too bloated then frugality is nothing more than a pipe dream in fact this reminded me of gorov munjal of an academy when he wrote in a company wide note saying and i quote even though we have more than rupees 2800 crore in the bank we are not efficient at all we spend crores on travels for employees and educators we must cut all these expenses we must turn profitable as soon as possible end quote in this note it was also mentioned that the days of business class for cxos was over and just to remind you An academy laid off more than fifteen hundred people last year. They were trying to be frugal as an afterthought, which rarely works, if ever. Let's hear again from Somnath, who's the AVP at Zerodha. You know, one thing you would see at Zerodha, pretty much across, is that a lot of people are doubling up and doing uh, uh, more than one thing. So, say for example, me, apart from my legal work. you know if i want to kind of try and volunteer and go outside my work interests you know i can help out with say rain matter or say these new initiatives that are working on and it's quite easy to get spotted if you go you know outside that uh, uh, what you're required to do so so that's quite easy to kind of you know uh, uh, do it zerodha apart from that also uh, how you know people join in you know we don't really uh, uh, again you know it's not been a call that we've taken consciously but it's probably happened over time that we haven't really gone out and hired senior people and put them in senior positions directly it's mostly been very organic where people join in mostly you know in the age group of say 22 to 26 maybe and they join in say into doing something like say support or compliance or process or uh, or you know risk management you know one of these departments where they do that for like one two years and then go up that uh, you know central team of trying to help out with more things so uh, everyone goes through the system i would say of you know uh, uh, i would say you know that initial bit of training uh, how we think you know interacting with customers they all go through that for the first i would say 3 to 12 months and then kind of you know uh, explore other avenues within the company so it's not just the monetary resources that you can be frugal with but with human beings too and this is not by giving them reduced salaries in the beginning but by giving them more work which works only if you give them ownership around it too because let's be honest nobody wants to be a part of a lean team if there aren't any incentives on the other side but rahul from deserve give me a sense of another underrated proponent of frugality 
So whenever we present our monthly numbers, right? This much revenue we did, this much money we burned. We always show that this is the figure that we have in our uh, bank today. This is how much funds we own as a company today. Transparency. And they also know what our uh, target is. So let's say our target for the quarter. Uh, just giving a random example that we have ten uh, rupees in our bank account, and our quarter for the target is to end our uh, quarter with uh, at least eight rupees in our bank account, right? Considering all the expenses. So this also everyone knows. So one because you create this transparent atmosphere that you know there is no secret like uh, so. the first question that people have always whenever you ask them to spend less or to curtail on expenses would be like why right are we like uh, do we not have enough money or the first thought would be a little you know a negative thought just you know as as human beings the first thought that comes to our mind is a negative thought right so because everybody knows how much money we have in our bank and what our target is how much we are burning so one everybody is you know they feel like they are in it because they know the numbers by being transparent rahul and his team are almost offloading being frugal to their employees the company's bank account is like this massive shared personal account which on second thoughts doesn't sound too exciting and i guess this certainly can't be applicable to most companies being very flat being transparent all the time i mean once you're on a rocket ship you can't become a frugal company you're either frugal from the very beginning Oh, you're not. So, are all of these struggles towards frugality really worth it? If you're frugal in everything and everything you do or you spend on, it uh, it can slow an organization down a little bit, right? Because you're you're questioning all your all your spends. right and that is a time that you know you are spending on discussing that spend which is a time not spent on building the product or selling uh, the product right but uh, but what i feel is like uh, again this again comes to a part where you know in a startup uh, you, you can see the change that you bring in right uh, whatever you do now at the at the very nascent as a very early stage of a startup will have far reaching impact which will have a long term impact right so you you it it can slow you down but also you learn by doing right so once you are you 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 start questioning every spend after let's say 4 months of uh, of doing it you know which spend not to ask questions on and which spend you should you know uh, probably you know stop look back and then uh, see if it's really necessary or ask uh, questions so i think this as as the company grows your understanding and experience also grows on where you should ask questions and where you should not in an environment where you're required to move fast and break things frugality can be detrimental to your growth which is why you really don't hear many unicorns having frugality as one of their core values It's quite difficult to hit sixes like Hardik Pandya if your soul speaks to Rahul Dravid. By this time, I also realized something interesting about these companies. It was the very nature of the product that they were selling that somehow influenced them being frugal within the companies. Now, when you say that, you know, when I think about it, you know, it makes absolute sense. And uh, uh, you know, to give you some examples again within our industry, 
uh, since you know we've not had to raise money or you know chase that growth uh, we've been able to build at our own pace zerodha believes in slow growth and has been frugal since 2010 so frugality comes more naturally to some companies because of the market that they're operating in or to be more specific the products that they're selling in this market both kavya and rahul also kind of agreed to my hypothesis but see at the end of the day frugality is a part of culture that has to be embedded ideally from the very beginning unlike say an unacademy where frugality was a reactive move rather than a proactive one and we all know what happened there so just because you've had a terrible quarter due to the macroeconomic situation outside in 2022 you can't magically wave the frugality wand in 2023 after the damage is done has to be a core pillar from day one or as jeff bezos the founder of perhaps the most prolific frugal company would have liked us to say right from day zero this episode of cost to company was written produced and hosted by shrivar chotaria with audio engineering by rajiv cm i'm your other host sneha and you'll hear from me next tuesday on cost to company